0: Good morning, Captain. How y'all this morning? Good. You look pretty in a speckled pup Every one of you. I'd take, take you home, put, in, put you in a camera in a heartbeat. So. You know my son, the bubble boy? I'm always teasing because, as I've shared with you before, he hardly has any immune system. Yeah, I called him Bubble Boy and I don't know where he came up with that. I just hope he don't have gas. <laughs> Who did that?
1: <laughs> finger, uh, if all of a
0: sudden we, we see where regurgitation will know that there's an <laughs> additional smell come up
1: that, that up
0: He is protected, I tell you what. That's amazing. That's amazing. Linda, well, are you sure he's the fruit of my looms? <laughs> You mean that's proof. Is that what you're saying? (laughs) Our call to worship this morning is taken from Ephesians chapter 2, verses 12 and 13. That at that time you were without Christ, being aliens from the commonwealth of Israel, and strangers from the covenants of promise, having no hope, and without God in the world. But now in Christ Jesus, You who sometimes were afar off are made nigh by the blood of Jesus Christ. May God bless that beautiful reading and the hearing of it to our hearts. Uh, First off, before we uh, go any further, I just want to know our brother Russell DeGroote, his son passed away. And brother, our heart goes out to you. He's 31 years old and our heart goes out to you and uh, you need anything, you let us know. You're, you are in our prayers, Russell. Heart breaks for you, brother. I also remember in prayer: Kim Penix, uh, P.T. Glover and Sherry, Murph, Troy and Ginger, Russell DeGroat and family, Thelma Thompson, Chuck Emerson, Chuck Richardson, Larky and Nancy. For my mom, she got a, she had to go to the hospital last night. She. It's either a spider bite or a snake bite uh, or an antifa bite. I don't know which, but uh, anyway, they give her a bunch of antibiotics and stuff, so keep her in your prayers. For Jesse Laws, Morris and Carolyn, Johnny and Nora. For our president and our country, uh, Hoover and Lisa's family, Shane Banks. And Reggie, let Reggie has to have surgery Thursday. Keep him in the prayers. I want to put my neighbor on there, Vic. She had a major stroke, and she's about like nonverbal. All right, we sure will. We sure will. That's a scary thing, I tell you. Uh, Willie, for Carl and Joanna, unspoken. Tony and Kathleen for Lillian Hilton, who has cancer. Richie, Johnny, Gibson, uh, burns from a brush fire, and Jamie. Gibson, uh, last stages of cancer. Sandra, for Kathy Cliff, who has cancer. Richard Haynes, Hilda Lofshar, and Greg Haynes. Uh, Wendy Lee, uh, yeah, be good. Uh, Jane Kitchens, for Janet Mulls, sick and the unsaved, and health issues. Fran, for Nora and Johnny, Ron and Thelma, Murph and my family. Betty Whaling and family, for Jack Mathis and family. Angie, uh, Doug, not feeling well, sure will. Uh, Payne family, all the sick, many unspoken. Sharon, for healing of our land. Happy birthday. Who's got a birthday? Daddy. When did you do a Hoppy, you got a birthday. Don't tell me, let me guess. You're 67. 68. 68? Wow. I thought you was a lot older. <laughs> Anybody else have a birthday? No? Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy
1: birthday, God bless you. Happy birthday to you. Many more
0: any anniversaries? No anniversaries? All right, a few more on the prayer list here. Adam for Amy and Inez Chandler, Kathy for Reggie having surgery. Uh, This Thursday, is that right? Uh, For her sister, Jerry and Joanne for James Keller, Bueller Whitson, Vicki for brother Ron and whole family, God knows, and Karen O'Brien. All right, let's go to the Lord of Prayer at this time. Father, in the name of Jesus, we come into your holy presence. Thank you for blessing us to be here in your house with your family. And thank you that you have told us that for two or three, you are there in the midst. So it's overwhelming to think that right now, you, precious Redeemer, Lord God Almighty, is right here in the midst of us. We love you because you first loved us. We praise you because you're worthy of all praise and glory and honor. And your word tells us if you be lifted up, you shall draw all men unto you. We thank you, Father God, for your holy, inspired, and errant infallible word. We pray that it be written on our hearts that we might not sin against you. We pray, Father God, for each one of these very special prayer concerns this morning. You know exactly what the need is. And we just ask for your perfect will to be done in every situation. And father we lift up to you our nation we lift up to you our country our land we pray father god for healing of it, that man will stop doing what he thinks is right and turn to the living god we pray for our president father god and ask that you would shield him and guide him and give him grace to carry out your perfect will and father as your your omniscience you're all knowing that christianity is under attack that's never before so Please give us grace to know that uh, you'll never leave us nor forsake us. Bless our fantastic musicians this morning, how much we love and appreciate the talents that you have given them. Bless them as they lead us in a time of praise and worship. Father, we lift up praise, glory, and adoration unto you for now and forever. For these things we ask and pray in Jesus' precious name. And all of God's children said, Amen. Amen and Amen. Uh, announcement wise, Linda, you or Matt need one know of any announcements we need to make. Just, Matt's uh teaching at six o'clock on online and Wednesday night at seven. And you do a, a, a what do you call that in the morning? Daily a, devotions at 7.15 It's on the website on the website, day. okay. Face, daily day. devotions every morning, so you can catch that on there and uh. Yes. Yes. Our white trail right here got stolen at 1 a.m. Wednesday morning. We had it on video, but not enough where we could see his face or get the tag number. But it was a dark red or maroon SUV, like a Blazer or a Tahoe or something like that. We had a lock on it, and this cat was able to get that lock off. What, about 10 minutes Then He had off about 10 minutes. he cased case the place, and everything. We got all that. And uh, so if you see... Uh, it's a double axle. That white trailhead. had had all of our Christmas stuff in it—toys and all that. Got all that. Was uh, was my books in there? My Christmas books.
1: I want this guy. Your spandex leopard print onesie was in there. My
0: not my leopard print onesies was in there. <laughs> I'm a son of a gun. What about my silver latex I uh, Rolling Stone look? Was it? I've tried to forget that. Okay. <laughs> But I, I tell you what, I did some Ninety-eight point five. that interviewed me the other day. I said I will offer a reward for anybody can tell me. I don't even want the police to know. Just let me know. That's all I want. And some people say you can't do that bit. But I can't picture he'd call the police. though, so would you? I'm just thinking out loud. You know, possibilities. I'm just afraid he would be arrested. Seems like he turn courts turn more people loose than anything, don't they, do? So I just send you over to take care of it. But I do want to know who that is. Anybody? Let me tell you, anybody who would steal from a church is a dangerous human being. They would do anything. They have no conscience. They're capable of anything. Anybody steal from a church? You can tell I'm upset over
1: that.
0: Well, let's stand for a time. Huh? thank you, Brandy. Yes, we do. See now we're not doing the offering. I'm kind of. Out of sync here. Jackson, could you come up here with your mom and daddy? (laughs) Come right on up here. I love his name. How old are you, young man? Eight years old. That's how old I was when I was baptized. Sure was. After I was baptized, he had a drink of water. It was so (laughs) easy. I'm just teasing you. Let me ask you just a few questions. Do you truly repent of your sins and accept Jesus Christ as your and personal Savior? If so, answer by saying, I do. Do you purpose keeping with the Bible, God's holy word? If so, answer by saying, I do. Would you like to seal these vows in Christian baptism? If so, answer by saying, I do. Would you like for your parents to take you out for an ice cream after the church? All right, if
1: you'll
0: follow my daughter-in-law right here, let's stand for a time of praise and worship, please.
1: Break baby. Get up out of the ground
0: ready for hope and you come forward <laughs> we love you Jerry love you. Love you. Love you. this young man is such a blessing I'm so proud of him I tell you about 8 years old making professional faith it's just wonderful I love his name Jackson we come out and baptize you in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit and so we're going to baptize you first in the name of the Father ready? Another son. Yeah. You ready? the Holy Spirit. Excellent. Excellent. Praise God. Praise God. Father, thank you so very much for blessing us to witness Jackson's baptism today. Thank you for his profession of faith. Thank you, dear God, the Holy Spirit, that you have drawn him and gave him understanding. This to the glorious gospel of Christ. Dear God the Holy Spirit, please fill him to overflowing. And Lord, we ask that you would always guide his steps in his life, and that he'd always be a witness for you mightily. Pray for your angels to camp round about him. Keep him safe and strong and be a witness. Leave God direct us in all things for your glory. In Jesus' name we ask and pray these things, and all of God's children sin. Amen. 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 Oh, no. No, I told Matt, since we don't do often, what do we do now? He said, you want me to sing? (laughs) Oh, Lord, help us know. Well, we, uh, I can't preach from here. Can you tap dance, Matt, the entertainment person? Yeah. Uh, Willie, can you do a saxophone Solo or something, or somebody play the piano for a tune or two or something. Give me a chance to get in there and change my attire. Oh, thank you, Jeannie. I take. She she has known me since youth class way back when, haven't you, Jeannie? Now, what was that youth class? What was about ten years ago or something? Um. Oh, wait to get a battery. Bless your heart. Jeannie, thank you. You are very Thank you very much. I tell you, we got some very wonderful, wonderful people here. At this church of talent. Yeah, Jeannie reminded me that, or was it the uh, church, of, church of Christ up there on that sharp curve? You said you remembered me from... Harrison Chapman. And what would you tell me? What kind of person was I? Well, you had the Sunday school teacher stumped. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I enjoyed playing with the teachers of Sunday school class. Didn't all end. See, I started going to her church, and years later, I had to go back and apologize to that teacher. <laughs> How many, I'm serious. <laughs> How many of you remember, <clears throat> I know there's a lot of young that don't have a clue. How many of you, hey, Len. Wait just a second. I'm going to have to get a confirmation. Is Everything all right? Yeah. How many? <laughs> go on, go on. Hey, <clears throat> you watching. Think you'd be crazy without me. <laughs> <laughs> How many of you all remember SMH Green Stamps? <laughs> Do you? I re- mean, oh, let me tell you. When Lynn and I first got married, in 72, we and we saved every green stamp we get. It's amazing how many stuff, how much stuff we redeemed, rock and share. I don't know what all else. And I, when I was a, a bag boy at the giant supermarket, because I don't know if they can call them bag boys anymore. It might not be politically correct. Perhaps packaging engineer. <laughs> now I don't know if it offended the old bags that come in there or the boys. <laughs> so I was a packaging engineer. And, uh, man, I tell you what. them uh, some of them ladies coming there, if you weren't quick with their S&H green stamps, they'd get on you like white on rice, buddy. They'd tap you if, they didn't, if you didn't give them their S&H green stamps. Huh? It could get exactly. i tell you what. Women, there's a side of me If you haven't realized this, see, so women can be pretty mean when they want to be. Have you ever noticed that? You You have. <laughs> they keep it a secret to you, Marion. But anyway, <laughs> of your Bibles with you. <laughs> Turn to Ephesians chapter one, please. <clears throat> See, think about SMH Green stands. When you buy your groceries, they give you. Of course, I'm sure it was added in the cross, But they give you that which you could redeem for something better, something that you could keep, something that you want, or something that you like. I'd go through that catalog and say, hey Linda, we need that those fishing outfits and stuff. Of course. SH green stamps and money. What was your when it comes to extra money, Matt? What was your mom's favorite expression? That's house money. That's house money. If I ever come up with a few dollars extra and I think about that's house money. Did you ever hear anything like that, Dave? Stupid house got all the good stuff. <laughs> Ephesians one, starting at verse eleven in whom also we have obtained an inheritance, being predestined according to the purpose of Him who worketh all things after the counsel of His own will, that we should be the praise of His glory who first trusted in Christ, and whom you also trusted after that you heard the word of truth, the gospel of your salvation, and whom also after that you believed you were sealed with the Holy Spirit of promise which is, here's the word here, which is the earnest of our inheritance until the redemption of the purchased possession until the praise of His glory. May God bless that reading here into to our hearts have again a word of prayer. Father, in the name of Jesus, again, do we come into Your holy presence. Thank You for this day. Thank You for this family of God. Thank You for this church and the sweet, sweet spirit that inhabits this sanctuary. Thank you for the talented people we were blessed with with music and praise today. Let your word go forth. And let it accomplish all that you send it forth to do. For these things you ask and pray in Jesus' name. And all of God's children said, amen. amen and amen. You know, here lately, I guess you're like me. It's like here not that long ago, I woke up and I feel like I'm in some kind of alternate universe things that's going on in the news, uh, just a, a couple years ago, you'd have never thought, thought you would hear or see that's going on in our country. And David, the more I watch the news, the madder I get. I, I just get infuriated. Matt sent me a thing, I don't know if it's true or not. The other day he said there's a bunch of bikers heading to Seattle to take back that uh, top place or whatever they call it. The uh, first thing I said to him, I said, I sure wish it was closer. You see, this kind of violence on things that we hold dear that represent freedom in America by communists infuriates us. You see, we think about all those who have bled and died to give us that freedom, and now we've got all these Marxists and communists that want to just throw it all away, that want to destroy America. But anyway, my point of saying that is this. I have to quit watching it. I have to quit watching it because I get... Uh, unbiblically angry. And I started thinking unbiblical thoughts. Just like with the cat that I was telling you about stole the trailer. See here's my plan. Who is I'll te- I tell him frogging him this morning? I said, I don't want the police know. I want his address. i want to knock on the door and i want to take a stun gun and hit him right there in the neck. When he hits the pavement I'm going to stomp him. <laughs> Do you think that's biblical? <laughs> See I didn't either <laughs> Sound like a plan, don't it? Sound like you get a good plan because I figured he wouldn't call the police on it. Frog said he probably would though. And he, I probably didn't want to go to jail, and he'd get up. But see, I shouldn't be thinking thoughts like that. But I can't stand a gun thief. I can't stand the thought of people tearing down America. See, I worry about my grandchildren. What, what they're gonna have tomorrow? You know, I, I don't like the way they're treating our police officers. They need should have respect. I don't like how they treat our military. I don't like how they treat our president of the United States. I'm amazed that he's got as much done as he's got done with them constantly trying to impeach him and everything else. So I started praying and I said, Lord, help me with this. I got such anger that keeps welling up in me. I don't want to do that. The Lord laid on my heart that these things are going to happen. He said, in fact, he told us in First Peter chapter 4, verses 12 to 14. He said, when you see these things happen, don't think some strange thing came upon you. So, and, and see, God's Word gives, you look at 1 Timothy chapter 3, you see this whole list of things that God's Word says is going to happen before He comes back. And it, it lists, In fact, if you were to read today's paper and you went and read 1 Timothy chapter 3, you're reading the same thing. So God's Word tells us, when you see these things happen, don't think something strange is happening. This is going to happen. Learn to deal with it in, in this respect. As we read in Ephesians 1. He has saved us. He has purchased us. We are bought by the blood of Jesus Christ. We are children of the living God. And he has given us our earnest of the redemption. Jesus, like for example, if I was I was going to uh, to to rob here and i was going to buy his motorcycle i said okay how much you want for it and he threw out a figure and i said well here let me give you a 500 deposit to to hold it till i pay you the rest well that's the earnest i'm giving him something waiting for the fulfillment of that when jesus christ saves us we immediately have the indwelling holy spirit in fact you cannot be saved apart from the holy spirit drawing you so the, the the earnest that god gives us is the indwelling Holy Spirit. And we know that the Holy Spirit lives within us because we start seeing the fruit of the Spirit. If you don't see the fruit of the Spirit, you better go back and check verse 1 in your life. That doesn't mean that you're going to be Billy Graham immediately. No, some days you'll take one step forward and three steps back. But it's just like me dealing with my my anger issues. It's just like the other day, Linda. I'm had to get my truck fixed, and the main thing that I it fixed, my satellite radio, the antenna thing went out. I said, also, I'm hearing when I am get things out I hear this little, little whistling noise. And I thought, would well, that be this throw-out burn? And I'm not a mechanic. I mean, trust me, ask Linda, I'm horrible at the, at the mechanic. So I said, I wanted to fix my radio fixed, and I said, I want you to fix uh, see what, see what that is. Well, they called Linda. They didn't call me and told her how much it was going to cost. So I went to pick up my truck the other day. It was $3,200. I told her, I said, if I had known, I'd have tuck that truck back down to Knoxville. I would have traded on a new one that threw $3,200 out there. Of course, she said, no, you, you don't She won't let me go into debt. That's a thing I tell you about, season, about marriage. <laughs> house money thirty two hundred dollars so i get in the truck to leave i was i was hot I, I was trying not to show it because they they know me and all that up there and i try not to show it and i i tell this guy i said man this is like this is the second time i've had this truck up here to get this fixed and you didn't fix it he said well the 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 guy who worked on it, he said he drove it. said it wasn't good. I said, it's because it's on the FM station. Wasn't well, nothing to do with it. I said, I better go off this a sudden change. This. See, it just falls under my skin. So I get in the truck. It don't work. And uh, I'm mad. I'm not even talking to Linda coming home. I'm, I'm mad. And I heard her say something to my daughter. She said, you know how it gets all tough and big-acting? <laughs> I don't know what that means now hey that's big how do you act big i don't what do i do that's all that big do i stick my chest out more or something what do i do Len, when i can big? do what i get attitude. i got to so i i just think, wow, where's all this here i am 66 years old i'm it's, it's like stuff don't roll off of me like it used to. It's like you know, it's just like it, it used to roll off trouble and stuff like that after I had an initial anger attack. It's like it roll off like water off a duck's back. Now it just hangs with me for days. I can't sleep. You know, walk the floor. You're not like that, already, David? It don't get no better. Man. It don't get no better. <laughs> oh Lord! Ever. But I just started thinking, okay, I have got to. I have the indwelling Holy Spirit. And by God's grace, his word tells us, Philippians 4, think on these things. Think on those things that are good. Finally, therefore, brethren, what sort of things are true? What sort of things are just? What sort of things are lovely? What sort of things are good reported? If there be any virtue, if there be any praise, think on those things. So what we need to do, I'm talking, I'm preaching to me. When I start getting into that, uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to kill somebody. <laughs> God forbid. I need to say, okay this is not of the lord this is not a godly christ-like mine. i need to will that god's giving me the indwelling holy spirit that i don't have to yield my thoughts to the devil in fact god's word tells us in 1 corinthians chapter 10 verse 4 and 5 that the weapons of our warfare are not carnal but mighty through god to the pulling down of strongholds casting down imaginations and every high thing that is in conflict with god and bring into captivity every thought to the obedience of Christ. If you are saved, you have the indwelling Holy Spirit. And if you will utilize the power of the, in- the Holy Spirit, you can change your thoughts. You can willfully change your thoughts. But sometimes we don't want to. That's our carnal nature. I don't care. I want to be mad. Well, then you will reap what you sow. You see, I have to remember whether it's the truck or, or, or whether it's acting tough or whatever. <laughs> I'm Lord's and everything I got's Lord. And and Jesus said, don't think it's strange when bad times come along. You see, when He gave us the Holy Spirit, that was the down payment say, because when you get to heaven, that's when you will receive the rest. If you have the Holy Spirit now, it's like a foretaste. But when you get to heaven, there's not going to be any more sadness. There's not going to be any more sickness. There's not going to be any more death and dying. Praise God, Russell. I talked to your son. He knew Jesus is Lord and Savior. There's not going to be any more death and dying. Those all of our loved ones, I tell you what, anymore. I told Lynn, I said, you know, like every time I turn around, people we know, uh, grew up with, such, are, are passing away. I told uh, um, um, uh, George here this morning. <laughs> my mind, I tell you what, my mind's going. <laughs> I, I was telling. Uh, Read it. I I tell her this morning, I said, sometimes you just get the feeling, when you get, particularly my age, you're just killing time to check out. You know, that's what Florida is. Florida is just God's waiting room. You know that you? That's all Florida is. It's God's waiting room. They're all just killing time. Oh, my time to go. See you later. But while I'm here, while I'm here, I have, I mean, as long as I'm breathing air, you and all you and I have a job to do. We have something to do, and God's word says. But you're going to have trouble. In fact, in John chapter sixteen, verse thirty-three, Jesus said, "In this world, you're going to have troubles. They don't get any plainer than that. You're going to have troubles." But He said. Be of good cheer. For I have overcome the world. Amen. You see all these things that's going on. And we see this Antifa. And this Black Lives Matter. Tearing down statues and monuments. And this, just this trying to destroy America. And it's history. I don't think that wasn't known. Before the foundation of the world. There's nothing that happens outside. Of the realm. Of God's permissive will. So what are we christians supposed to do we are to continue worshiping the lord we are to continue enjoying the fruit of the spirit it seems like we the the reason why this is called a sanctuary we're in from the world this is like a a, an island if you will a spiritual island in the midst of chaos and so we come in here and we fellowship together you see even the old devil's trying to keep us from that with sicknesses and such the, the, the devil hates the church. He comes to steal, kill, and to destroy. You know, I love in Daniel chapter 3, starting at the 19th verse and forward, one of the most wonderful accounts, and I know most of you know it, is Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. I heard a kid one time say, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. <laughs> <laughs> and so, we, we know that they were thrown into the fiery furnace. And, in fact, the furnace was so hot that uh, the soldiers of Nebuchadnezzar, when they opened it, the heat knocked them down and killed them. But he wanted to see, and he looked inside that furnace, and he said, uh, how many people do we put in there? And he said, three, sir, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego." And he said, I see four, and one of them looks like the Son of Man walking and dancing in the fire. You see, in Hebrews chapter 13, verse 5 and 6, Jesus said, I will never leave you and I will never forsake you. Whatever the rest of the world does, don't act shocked. It's going to happen. But He said, I will never leave you. I will never forsake you. Now I'll put a big grin on all of her faces. Now He doesn't do that because you're so good and holy and righteous. He just does it because you're His child. You're His little boy or little girl. He does it because He loves you, not based on your performance ratio. He just does it because you belong to Him. He adopted you whereby you may cry, Abba, Father. And if it even gets worse, just remember the fourth man in the fire. We may go through the fire, but He'll be with us. I've told you time and again, uh, in case you hadn't heard or or had memory problems like I do sometimes, There's, every time I've been to Oxford, there is one street I go to, a back street. It's, do you remember the name of that street? not High Street, Landon. Which one was it? It was a cobblestone up near uh, uh, Black's famous World Library. It's right near here. But uh, on this cobblestones are an X made out of black cobblestones. And it's not a real wide street. And on the plaque here, it tells a story of these ministers Who were told not to preach at all uh, again and they wanted to burn them to the stake and these three ministers had it made up you know like anybody else they were concerned and they had it made up the night before they were to be executed said if it's bearable let the rest know somehow some way let the rest know and they would when they would burn somebody at the stake they would chain them to the post and they would chain them under their armpits down the reason being the people wanted to see them flail in their arms. And so the first minister, they set the fire to the wood around him and the flames kept growing. And all of a sudden, just as delivered as anything, three times he clapped. The second one, when he was putting the fire, very purposely and very slowly, he raised his arms out of the fire and he clapped. Three times, you see, even in the midst of the fire, you see, God doesn't change. God is the same yesterday, today, and forever. He changes not. Therefore, you sons of Jacob, as God's word says, shall not be consumed. Whatever we may go through, it may turn into some kind of civil unrest. Uh, I don't know. And I know, and I believe, and I believe this is biblical, Rita, <laughs> my responsibility to take care of my family. And if somebody's gonna come into my house and try to confiscate my way of protecting my family, or if they're gonna come in to try to, to harm my family in any way, or if they try to come here and, and harm God's church, I'm going to meet them with equal and above force. Because I believe God's word says that if any man does not take care of his own, he is worse than an infidel. I love everybody. I don't necessarily like everybody. But I love everybody. And I want to be an ambassador or witness. And what I have to do and work at is to take joy and pleasure and who I am in Christ Jesus. You see, even though I feel like it's a personal attack on America and, and, and for our veterans, I have to realize this is my Father's world. It's not mine. This nation was founded on Judeo-Christian principles. It's His. And just like God's Word says, they haven't attacked you. They're not attacking you. He said... God said, they're attacking me. They're tearing down not only ignorantly statues that are the antithesis of what they're supposedly standing for, but they're even wanting to tear down statues that such that represent Jesus Christ. That's how wicked and evil this is going on. Who would have thought two years ago that governments would allow something like this to go on? i don't know how you feel about trump i wish he wouldn't do the tweet thing so much and uh, but nevertheless i'm I'm amazed everything that man said he promised he was going to do he has done and how he has done it in the face of all this uh, people trying to impeach him and everything else it just blows my mind he has done more for the christian faith and given and for our right to worship and for our freedom he has done more to put in place those who share the Christ, uh, Christian philosophy against abortion, against uh, same-sex marriage. He, he's fought all this in every way. These principles, uh, whether how strong a Christian is or not, that's between Him and God. But the things that I stand for because of what God's Word stands for, He stands for. Is He perfect? No way. I don't know any perfect people. I didn't vote for a pastor or a preacher to be the president. I voted on a president to be a president that would mind the things that we, the Bible-believing community, believe in. That's called representative government. And so, when we see all these things, and our mind starts to to wander and, and violent thoughts, I, I don't believe I'm the only one that thinks those violent thoughts. No, y'all ever think those violent thoughts? Dave Joey, you ever have violent thoughts? You don't. Well, if you've been standing here when I saw you walk down with them legs, I just— I didn't know if you was walking in or riding a chicken. I really didn't. (laughs) I wish I weighed that much. (laughs) Joe is a good kid, but the thing about it is, don't let the devil rob you. As I said before, God's word says he comes to steal, kill, and destroy. He wants to rob your joy. You see, God's Word tells us in Nehemiah, the joy of the Lord is our strength. And so I have to realize, hey, this is just the devil trying to rob my joy. That's all it is. And if he can rob my joy, he robs my strength. I need to celebrate Jesus every day. I need to enjoy His Word. I need to realize that He has left me the earnest, which is the Holy Spirit, which gives me the promise of what is yet to come. He has shown me, he said, here's a sample in the earnest of what you're going to get in all eternity. So let the world do what it's going to do. I mean, that doesn't alleviate my responsibility to vote appropriately, to take care of my family, to support my church. It doesn't mean I just throw the white flag and give up. But however it turns out, don't get your shorts in the walk because God is in charge. I believe in the power of prayer. I don't believe this is necessarily the end of everything, but the way everything is happening, the way everything is unfolding, I think a person had to be blind to read the Bible and say, yeah, nah, this isn't the last days. I think it's pretty evident that this is the last day. But even in the midst of the storm, there is joy that is unspeakable and full of glory. Love hopes all things, believes all things, cares for others, we need to be about the business of being a Christian because you have the indwelling Holy Spirit which the fruit is the love, joy, peace, long-suffering, gentleness, goodness, faith, meekness, temperance. That's what you have as a Christian that's in there. God's Word says work out your own salvation. It doesn't mean to try to earn salvation. It means the salvation that's in you just like an athlete will would, would work out a, a, big, a good sweat. Work out that which is in you, that earnest, that Holy Spirit's in you. Let that shine in your life and you'll be happier for it. When God's Word says, I will never leave you or forsake you, I don't know how you think, but in John 15, God's Word says, No greater love has a man than this, a man lay down his life for his friends. And then it says right after then, You are my friends. Jesus said that. You are my friends. When God's Word says, I'll never leave you or forsake you, I don't know about you, I talk to Jesus all the time. I talk to Jesus all the time. Without a Bluetooth. I've got to talk to him all the time. When I'm driving, I talk to him. I can't imagine uh, a life without being able to talk to Jesus all the time. Now, a lot of my con- conversation with Jesus is, please, Lord, forgive me. Because I always like myself coming to my mind that I did or said or done in time past. And it just hits me like, oh, I wish I had said that or done that. Father, forgive me for that. But I talked to him. I don't care if I'm going down the road. Lord, should I stop and get fuel now or wait a few miles? Or, Lord, what about this side or the other? Or, or Lord, uh, I need a a new shiny, shiny, chromey part for my motorcycle, but Linda just don't understand the necessities of life. What should I do? (laughs) He said, run, brother, run. run squirrel <laughs> uh, but I do I talk to him all the time and glad I, if you didn't have Jesus talk to you all the time where's your thoughts going I can guarantee you where your thoughts are going it's not going on the things it should do you know why people used to they call it nervous breakdowns there's nothing about nerves it's really probably an emotional breakdown you know what causes that people see a problem in their life that they don't feel like they can get around, over, or under, or a series of problems. And they become, they start turning inward. They become so obsessed with their thoughts that they become oblivious to the outside world. And then they start conducting themselves in peculiar behavior. That's what an emotional breakdown is. I've shared this story a long time ago, and I remember this in pastoral counseling class. This woman's husband had died and she just started turning in. And finally she became to a catatonic state, which means most of the time they'll just be rocking, and you can talk to them nothing, they're just totally oblivious. And they tried everything, nothing could bring her back. And the local pastor came, he wasn't well educated, but he just believed in the Bible. And he sat down with her and he just started reading the Bible, just started reading the Bible to her. And all of a sudden, some tears came up. All of a sudden, she started crying out loud. All of a sudden, she's able to communicate. And she said, I felt like I was in a faraway place where it was dark and there wasn't no pain. She said, I was, and I did not want to come back. I said, all of a sudden, I could hear way off in the distance a voice. And she said, I kept listening to that voice and drawing nearer to that voice, and I could hear you reading the Bible. I could hear you reading the Word of God. To finally she came back. See, there's power in the Word of God. Amen. It's a living Word of God. If we rely upon ourselves, you'll go crazier than a rat than an owl. I'm serious. You, you've got to turn your thoughts towards the Lord. That's one of the benefits of being a Christian. He will keep him in perfect peace whose mind is stayed on thee because he trusts in him. Trust in God. The name of the Lord is a strong tower, and all they that run it shall be saved. The devil wants to kill you, wants to rob your joy, wants to destroy anything you see good. And if you look at these problems too much, the devil wants us to get so blindsided. I know I'm just speaking from personal experience. Uh, I told Lynn, you know, I come up here to church before daylight about every morning, and I thought I'd like to come around there and talk that cat doing that. Praise God it didn't happen because, you know, every time David, I think, something like that God has intervened to keep you from showing myself or hurting my testimony I praise God for that because I'm carnal you're carnal we all are but the difference is I am saved with the indwelling holy Spirit and so I, I fortunately the Lord has kept me and kept you from doing things you shouldn't have done Just like husbands and wives uh, where's frog frog told me the other day that him and Brenda never argued Never argue. That's amazing. That's amazing. I, never, I didn't know he's such a liar. <laughs> now does that mean that she tells him he don't ever respond? You know, yes, man, Yes, Said they never argue. I said, Linda and I hardly stop. <laughs> that minute that use this thing, right? Um, sometimes, I'll just be honest with you When, when, when we're having a heated discussion Ken, I just go get on my bike or car Because I know, and drive off Because I know if I stay there I want to say something I'm really going to regret Now, I know you women think You need to stay here and fight like a man no, I'm going to be like a rabbit and run. Because I know that's the best thing to do, but you realize not until things have calmed down. Somebody the other day, you'd be surprised, the counseling I've done where men that hit their wives. And to me, that is totally unacceptable. Uh, that's just totally unacceptable. You see, we, need, we have the indwelling Holy Spirit that gives us the ability to do the right thing if you ask God. And there's been times where I know the Lord says, You, you need to go. You need to go somewhere right now. If it's just a long walk, you need to go somewhere. And as hard as it is to believe, I'm sure Linda has had hard thoughts about me. I'm sure that it's hard to believe, isn't it, really? Yeah, that's right. But you see, we have the indwelling Holy Spirit. And remember this. Remember this. There is, God's Word tells Romans 6, there's no excuse for sin. And the devil cannot make us do anything. We yield our members to righteousness. So don't ever use the excuse, well, I just couldn't help it. If you're a Christian, that don't hold water. (coughs) And final, closing, as we read in Ephesians 1, He has given us the earnest of the Spirit. We have the indwelling Holy Spirit that we can rejoice in. It gives us strength. It gives us guidance. It gives us understanding of God's will. It gives us understanding of reading the Word of God. It gives us joy, unspeakable, full of glory and peace that passes all understanding. And this is a foretaste of what we're going to enjoy nonstop without temptations, without carnality for all eternity. And so we ought to rejoice in that. When you're watching news, don't let it rob your joy. If you're a born-again child of God, you have everything to rejoice in. Amen? Amen? Let's stand, please. Thank you, God. Um, let me tell you something. Uh, if you don't know Jesus we you to save your life, we did uh, a week ago yesterday, uh, Billy Jack's memorial. And uh, I tell you what, he, he was not perfect. Anybody knew he wasn't. But I shared at his memorial, I said, He carried a lot of guilt and here's why and the same reason i I think he and i clicked it i carry a lot of guilt because i want to be perfect and i can't i know what jesus wants me to be and how to be and and i feel miserable and that's why i keep running back to him asking forgive me to pick me up to dust me off to put me right back on track again some of you may be like that you say man i would love to do what jesus wants me to but Sometimes I take one step forward two steps back. Here's a wonderful thing. He said, God's Word tells us He will no wise cast us out. All who come unto me, He said, I will no wise cast out. And as a father pitieth his children, He tells us in Psalm 103. As a father pitieth his children, so he has mercy on us. Let's pray. Father, thank You for this day, this time of studying Your Word. Thank You for the joy that's unspeakable. Thank You for the peace that passes understanding. Thank you for the earnest of the indwelling Holy Spirit. And let us not let things of the world get us down or worry us because you're in charge. You're the sovereign Lord God. And Father, I pray if anyone today does not know you as the Lord and Savior of their life, that they'll pray this prayer about to pray. Dear Jesus, forgive me of all my sins. Come into my heart and save me. I receive you as my Lord and my God. And my personal Savior Holy Spirit please fill me to overflowing thank you for saving me, father I pray that everybody here does know you as the Lord and Savior for their life I do praise pray father that they would trust you totally from beginning to end for their salvation and not works of righteousness which they have done I pray father God that we keep the joy of the Lord in our heart always And realize that circumstances and situations don't mount to the hill of beans as long as we have a right relationship with you. These things we ask and pray in Jesus' name. While Jenny's playing this invitation, if you want to come up here just for prayer or to receive the Lord as your Savior or rededicate, whatever, you just come on up here. Appreciate all of you here. Keep one another in prayer. Keep the church in prayer. I mean the entire church of Jesus Christ. Pray for our nation. I believe in the power of prayer. Pray for Bubble Boy.
1: <laughs>
0: Pray that all these things that are sent to try to scare us and destroy our nation be gone. And just always remember, I know whom I have believed and am persuaded. And he is able to keep that which I have trusted in him to the very end. Father, God is now going out and coming in. And bring us back again safely in your time and your will. These things we ask and pray in Jesus' name. of God's children said, Amen. Amen. God bless you. Turn on at six o'clock tonight.